Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Daria. Talking to me? Hello and welcome to Arya Talking to Me, a Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon podcast hosted by me, Ben Vanell, and him, Adam Knox. That's me, I'm him. Him only. Only ever say him. <laughs> I want to be Not treated... I'm a, I'm a song in a church all the time. Whoa. Speaking okay. of um, what, what, to, what to call things... I, I I scrub through like the episode. This this is a show about House of the Dragon. Did you say that? Yeah, sure. I said that Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon. Yes. At the start of the theme song, when you've got the captions on, it says in brackets for music, "epic theme playing," and it makes it feel like <laughs> <laughs> it's like a fucking rage comic from 2011. Yeah. <laughs> or like uh, one of those. I don't know if you've seen those. I'm sure you have. Uh, the like epic, um, epic Buzz Lightyear trailer remix and it's like someone oh, sure. remi- remakes a song and puts like strings behind it yeah 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 the epic version of like the mandalorian theme and it's like yeah. cunt yeah <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> it already yeah. was recorded by an orchestra yeah you've made this just more generic why but, you, why yeah. are you turning up the saturation on just the color neon pink <laughs> uh, i prefer to I, think uh, of it as the as the ladrago in you know <laughs> Millennial kid, yeah. Uh, so House of the Dragon, abbreviated on uh, social media to H O T D, which, if you say out loud, is hot D. The hot D, and certainly in this episode. <laughs> That's right. I'm happy to start calling it that from now on. Inspired by the events of uh, Episode Four, King of the Narrow Sea. But before we jump into our recap. We got a shit ton of emails this week. Can I ask quickly, just because I guess we'll name the 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 title again later, but before I forget, if we don't, is yes. King of the Narrow Sea a pussy joke? <laughs> Are they make because this episode is all about fucking? God, it is too. Uh, uh yeah, let's say it is. I think they're I mean, making the narrow- a pussy joke. The narrow sea was already a thing, like that was mentioned in Game of Thrones. But you're right that uh, that's a pretty good, pretty subtle pussy joke. Yeah, damn. Good for them. Hey, w- well yeah. done. It's hard to come up with a subtle pussy joke. <laughs> it certainly is. Uh, and this episode it's tough to was, find yeah. them. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, all right. It's hard to hard, the pussy. Hard to come it's hard across to find them. The pussy is it? <laughs> yeah, really difficult to come across them. <laughs> I mean, I guess, uh, you know, individual circumstances may vary. But, we, yeah, we got a bunch of uh, emails. I'll uh, rattle through a few of them quickly. Um, some of them are a bit more uh, in-depth. But one here from James, who also emailed about 10 minutes after the episode 4 aired. So he's going to get in twice this episode, but they're both nice and succinct. Um, it's actually Tolkien Taters from uh, the Filthy Casuals patron. I'm sure you'd see that mm-hmm. name in the Discord, Knox. Uh, James points out Caraxus, which is Damon's dragon, is deformed. That's why he looks like a big wiggly worm, which we pointed out last week. Um, I think, yeah, he, he suggests that was just to make the dragons look more distinct from each other. Mm. But, uh, yeah, Damon's one specifically is deformed, which, hey, if do you think that means something? I get like as in deformed as in doesn't look like a typical dragon or literally like medically deformed because he seems all all put together to me. I, I think James is suggesting like in maybe in the, the, the material, the dragon is like big and long and weird and stretched out. Like a snake. As opposed to the other dragon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, I definitely like the, the dragons should represent right the people who are who yeah. are riding them so yeah it makes sense that he's like big and dangerous and weird and like a little different from the rest of them like totally right. that that makes thematic right. sense and i guess um yeah I, I i the word deformed threw me but yes i agree 
that he right. is yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. same uh, uh, on the outside as Damon is on the inside. Totally. Um, Kieran writes in uh, and says a few things about uh, some speculation that didn't pan out, but uh, Kieran reckons that the the time jumps that we're getting in the these episodes, uh, uh, he's loving them. Um, he says, I was a bit shocked when this episode, this is episode three, jumped forward three years, but it cuts out the fluff and makes every episode feel so full of plot and development, especially with Damon. How fucking sick was that action sequence? Keep up the great pot as always, Kieran. Thanks, Kieran. Uh, I agree. It feels like we're getting a lot going on, certainly in episode four as well. Um, I don't know. Did you find it a bit... Uh did you find it jarring at all when we, we skipped forward through time? Yeah, well, because did you say earlier we had an email from someone who said it was jarring too? Because, like, I'm yes. finding both. I'm Right. Uh, there's a... The the, init- the start of the episode, before you know quite how far we've jumped in time, I'm, right. I'm lost. I don't know what's going on. I don't know who's uh, caught up with who or where everyone is. But by the time the episode's over, they've made it all clear. So I like right. that it's able to tell a different kind of... Um, a scale of story in terms of time, and then also it's a smaller scale story in terms of what's you know politically going on, I guess, compared to Game of Thrones. But um, mm. it is confusing at times while you're trying to reorient yourself at the start of every episode. Yeah, uh, Patrick. Yeah, Patrick emailed saying that they found the the time jump super jarring, and also said that uh, he finds himself liking the characters, but don't think the show is giving them enough time to be fleshed out. Which I I guess I can see if you're expecting to see them, you know, like a Joffrey or a, or an Arya, like, grow, you know, like, beat by beat. Um, but I find, like, yeah, because of the thing you said, Nox, the the story is on a much smaller scale. I feel like we're getting to know the characters super, super well, but uh, I guess your mileage varies. I agree, but, yeah, we're, we're only four episodes in as of now, right? So, like, of yeah. course, I know these characters less than even the ones that die early in Game of Thrones. Yeah. But um, I do think we're getting to spend, yeah, a, a good amount of time with them. I'm really, I'm at this episode in particular, I'm really starting to feel like um, the King especially is yeah. uh, pretty clear. I'd like every, every character had more, more time here. I do think that I know them well enough. They're my friends in real life. <laughs> uh um, there was a great one from Brad who points out something I realised during this episode when I looked through the cast that Millie Alcock is Australian. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's all. That's all I wanted to point out. She's an Aussie. Go Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi. Um, Courtney uh, echoes the thoughts of a few people. Um, she wanted to uh, push back, I guess, against your critique of the very um, entertainment value uh, last minute save versus the the crab feeder, mm. um, and it I did we definitely mentioned it as well because this was the reason I didn't have a problem with it too much. But Courtney points out it had to be last minute to draw all the crab feeders cell swords out. You could see him nodding out or like sending out different groups one by one, looking at the sky for a dragon. So that's why it had to be a little more drawn out. But it was also just yeah, uh, I think. A very, as Courtney says, an overused TV trope, which is totally also yeah a fair thing to be uh, a bit miffed at. I think that because it, it wasn't a big deal, like I said last week, but the, it makes sense. But it also was just done goofily, like yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. last second woof it swoop in dragon thing was the stuff about like season eight of Game of Thrones in particular that right. I dealt with less seven and eight honestly, where like that last minute save started happening more and more. Right, it's it's, it's just a yeah. bit silly. Like it doesn't matter that much, and I wouldn't in, in notice comparison, it. In comparison, in comparison to the normal tone, right? Because yeah. the normal tone is is it feels so grounded for a show that, like, we were talking with some friends yesterday. Like for a show that's about dragons and shit like that, which can be a huge turnoff for people, um, it actually does feel surprisingly grounded most of the time. Yeah, that's the, what I was going to say, yeah, is that I wouldn't notice that type of thing if it was in a fucking Thor movie or whatever. But that's because right. I'd be laughing so hard. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, so to. many good... Anyway, whatever, that's for a different... <laughs> that is for a different podcast. <laughs> Subscribe to the Filthy Casuals patron uh, to hear us talk about uh, generic pop culture. Uh, but, yeah, James Tolkien Taters got an email in about 20 minutes ago uh, reflecting on the episode we're about to talk about, episode four. 
uh, saying that uh, he enjoyed the dynamic between Alicent and Rhaenyra. It's apparently a, a change from the book, but it's one of the best aspects of the show to right. to James. Uh, and it's interesting how effectively uncomfortable this show is willing to be, uh, which I, yeah, fully agree with as an observation. Um, good stuff, James. Uh, thank you for everyone uh, to everyone for emailing in. Are you talking to me? Pod at gmail dot com for more thoughts. If you want to share them, we do appreciate them. Uh, but let's get the fuck stuck into episode four of House of the Dragon. King of the Narrow Sea, aka the Master of Pussy. <laughs> the I yeah, it's uh, I don't get why it's named that if not for the pussy thing because the King of the Narrow Sea would either be uh, Thingo, right, Corlys, sure, sure, or the guy that they talk about from the Free Cities who is maybe going to be involved from Bravos. Because yes. his son is up for marriage, and so I don't quite understand. Unless it's it's got to be the pussy joke. So anyway, I think it's just because Damon beat the crab feeder, and that took place in the narrow sea. Oh, it's and they give like, him that crown. We'll get to that in a sec. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, of course, yeah. I forgot it's, that it's, bit. It's literally this, just that. But then that's like tossed away after the first five minutes. So I can get why you didn't. Yeah, particularly uh, latch onto that. I think that's it. Yeah, that um, makes a but ton of sense. It, it's kind of more strange that it's the episode title uh, than anything. But I guess there's a lot of Damon stuff in this, so that's probably why. Well, and that King of the Narrow Seed thing, we'll get to that, I suppose, because it opens up with uh, this court up at, I think this is in possibly Dragonstone or, you know, it's up somewhere where Rhaenyra's on tour. She's yeah, doing a... Oh, well, it- it wouldn't be Dragonstone because that's where Damon lives, but it's somewhere. Yeah, I don't know where it is. Yeah, I guess he's at, but yeah, it's some some hall. They're having this yep. uh, line of uh, potential suitors for Rhaenyra, who each of them are wronger age than the last. <laughs> yeah, she's a real Goldilocks here, if you ask me. She just <laughs> wants the one that's just right. Yeah, and she do- she. Uh- <laughs> I mean, I don't she's know, being fussy. She on, no, I right. agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, one's too old and one's too young. Although the young guy I liked, and I'm glad that he didn't uh, get his guts spilled out over the floor. Yeah, it's a tense sort of thing because she's not being particularly um, conciliatory to any of these people. And she's telling them, you're too old, you're too young. And they've all got their backs up. Some guy on the sidelines is calling everyone a cunt. A Baratheon guy. <laughs> he's got the. Oh, oh, it's a Baratheon, right? No, actually, he, I thought it was, a, but he's got a horse on him. Not a lion. Okay. He, I think she may have a Baratheon sitting next to her. All the people right. are trying to get in. Beric Dondarrion is the name of the first guy. Um, oh, right. Yeah. Same right. as we'll, we'll get a similar named person, identically named, yeah. later on. But uh, <laughs> yeah, there's some great background acting from some of the people. If you want to go back and rewatch just a bit where he calls the kid a cunt, everyone <laughs> in the background is really giving it up with their facial reactions. I'd be surprised if that guy isn't Australian because he calls he says you dumb cunt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dumb cunt with barely a space between the two words is a hundred percent the Australian way of doing it. So maybe this horse house yes. is you know the house of um, the castle or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The the house of Snowy River. Yeah. Some some shit like that. The Kath and Kim house. I'm just thinking <laughs> of literal house. famous houses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so, but yeah, bit of a fight, and she's off. She's sick of it, and she goes home. Uh, two months early, yep. they say, from this tour. She's done yes. bothering. And who else is having a little homecoming? But Mister Deformed Dragon himself, uh, Damon Targaryen, who does a flyby like in Top Gun, knocks everybody <laughs> yep. over. Yep, yep. He's such a uh, such a larrikin to put it in uh, dumb cunt terms, Australian he is. terms. He is secretly like toxic, but on the surface, pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, he's having a beer. Yeah. Ten years later. Oh, he's having a beer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, he's, he flies on home and it's it's yep. tense. Somehow, like the oh, boat yeah. is already there and everybody's lined up in the hole and he must be waiting in some mm. reception room before he comes in for this grand walk up of like is he gonna try and stab the king it seems everyone's thinking right but we'll let him walk up also uh he got a haircut yeah he did yeah 
He's ch- I don't know what that means, but he got a haircut and I noticed it. His hair's a bit uh, shorter, I guess, to fit a crown on because he's been given a crown yeah. by the people of yeah. uh, the north, wherever he was, up near the mm-hmm. crabs. Yep. Uh, they named him the King of the Narrow Seas, secretly calling him a pussy. Very funny yes. of them. <laughs> yes. And uh, he, it, it, there's a big sort of showy tense, like, what's going to happen here? And he hand, he kneels down and he hands the crown over and he says, my king and my lands and whatever and all of that stuff, it's all yours. Yep. Good on you, brother. See you later. It's all fine. Yeah. Yeah, big big round of applause. The the brothers got back together. Yeah. Damon has yeah has uh, showed fealty to Viserys. He got he killed the crab man for him. Add it to the chair is what he says. I think the big well, I don't hammer. Know if he yeah. says chair. He does say chair, sort of mockingly, <laughs> oh. like sort of right. you know downplaying the majesty of the throne, calling it a chair. Right, right. But um, yeah, the triarchy they keep, they're they're called up there. That's the name. I That's right. But uh. Yeah, they've made up. Everyone in the restaurant claps. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And uh, they sort of have a welcome home party, it seems, after this. That everyone's sort of chilling in the garden, eating little weird orange slices or something. Yep, 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 yep. Chatting about these um, tapestries they've got that the king sort of mockingly oh, yeah. tells his wife, yep. like, everyone thinks they're fucking bullshit. <laughs> God, he's uh, he's uh, acting a real dumb cunt in this scene, Viserys. He's drunk. He clearly has a drinking problem because this came up last week as well. He he can't handle it. He's an emotional guy, as we've seen, right. and you know that's the kind of thing that's going to tip him over the edge. He starts acting like a prick, uh, and he's a bit like the boys about it. He's right. like, oh, "Come on, hey, right, Damon, right? Oh yeah, yeah, bloody mum. She always said you were the favourite because because you could do battle. Oh geez, fuck tapestries." Um, which leads to a bit of uh, Renera and Alicent bonding. Right, yeah. Uh, Alicent is sort of, you know, she hides it as she has been trained to do yep. for her whole life, but she's obviously yep. put off by that comment. And then uh, um, Renera says she's going to go have a look at them on her own and just sits on a chair nearby, which yeah. is the great party move to be like, oh, I've got to go over here. All right, I'm go- <laughs> and then just look at your I'm, phone I'm- in the corner. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go get a drink. I'm, I'm great to chat. I'm gonna go get a drink, yeah. and then you just go chat to someone else immediately next to them. Go in the bathroom, look in the mirror, and go, "What are you doing here? <laughs> what are you doing? You got to get up for work tomorrow. This mate. is ridiculous. Fuck. You don't. <laughs> yeah. Why'd you call yourself the king of the narrow sea? It wasn't funny. <laughs> what are you doing? No one clapped. No one <laughs> clapped at the party. Why'd you lie about seeing those two fucking in the brothel? <laughs> oh. I don't think there was full penetration, so it's not technically no. fucking. But I'm not the no, king of penetration. Just, I don't know. They were <laughs> yeah, he's the he's the king of making out, which is still a cool title to have. But, <laughs> uh, they, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, bit of uh, yeah, bit of bonding with those two. Uh, Rhaenyra obviously is like, yeah, uh, my mum died giving birth, so you know I don't want to do that. Uh, I don't know if she says that now, but she's very much like, I don't want to get married. I don't want to go around, you know, talking to these dudes. Yeah. Alicent is like, yeah, it's kind of flattering though, isn't it? She's like, no, I want to, no, it's not. Yeah. I, I'm not into it at all. I don't want to be imprisoned, you know, by being married to someone and having to pop out their children, which uh, yeah. obviously Alicent is in exactly that position. So yes. it's very... It's a shame that it's so timely to have this show about like royal succession and women's pr- reproductive rights. Yeah, yeah. Very. It, I mean, it get it gets a bit pointed at one point, uh, which I think I'm, t- I'm I'm fine with generally. They're doing uh, it well, I think, because yeah. nothing nothing yeah. seems out of the world of this show. You know, it's all totally taking totally. place here, and I don't mind stuff being a bit preachy. To be it, honest, actually, you can't. I think you're right. It's more that the current state of politics and society is too on the nose. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's yeah, yeah. Um, big blonde-haired psychopath trying to become king. It's all here. It's all here. <laughs> it's all here. Reality is fucking copying Game of Thrones, <laughs> dude. Get your own ideas. Hot D, that's around in the world now too. Yeah. Uh, and then the party seems to have wound down or they found a bit that's uh, nearby or something and uh, Damon and Rhaenyra have... A little chat about how he's like, whatever, being married is fucking bullshit. You can go do what you want anyway. And she's like, well, no, not if you have to get pregnant in a marriage. It fucks you. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah, fair enough. But they're they're giving each other fucking looks this oh, whole time God. too. 
even when the he flew over on the dragon, she was and she was like knocked over and got a concussion. She was like, "Wow, that was kind of fucking sexy." Yeah, she's horned as hell. She like is following him yeah. when he's walking down the throne room. She at every little moment is, uh, yeah, it's making Gross. clear. <laughs> I didn't think they would act on it because it, it was in the first couple episodes too, a little bit. Yeah, and I didn't yeah. think they'd act on it by episode four, but we're here. I agree. I agree. I kind of thought this would be a big, a big sort of uh, climax. Would you say uh, at some point? <laughs> I've chosen my words very carefully, so uh, to yeah. not make it <laughs> an implication afterwards um, or that the next morning or something like that. We've got sort of a larger council now supporting the yeah. Because I uh, mean. Is there a large council and a small council? Because you're right, this was like 15 people. Although there were a lot of empty seats in previous scenes. I think they've just been filled out. There's only a couple of that. Like, Rhaenyra is sitting in as though it's a matter of course now. And we've also got Jason yep. looking bewildered down the bottom. Jason That's Lannister. Right. Yes. Yeah. But uh, other than that, it's sort of the usual suspects. There's one shot of Jason and he just looks so fucking confused. That's all he does <laughs> he really in this does. scene. <laughs> That is basically blah, just blah. <laughs> about how um, Corliss is going to marry his daughter to the guy, the Bravos guy, who I don't think we learned yes. the name of. Yeah. Uh, the daughter that Viserys refused to marry. Exactly. The very same. The very one. Um, so, yeah, uh, uh, just a bit of underlining of uh, how Viserys is too emotional and isn't fit to be king. A uh, little, little bit of Alison looking unhappy to be wiggling a baby around to try and calm it down. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Princess Rihanna returns to her chambers where there's a mysterious bag full with smelly clothes and uh, a note that I never would have found if someone had intended for nah. me to find this note. Uh, especially if you were a princess, I'd just be like, servant, get rid of this smelly clothes bag. What the fuck is it doing in here? I mean, I don't know. In the first place. That would be the reason. <laughs> Garçon! Garçon, get rid of this bag. <laughs> Mine would be because I, would... I don't even fucking know where my own dirty laundry is, let alone <laughs> seeing extra there. There's not a chance. And it was dark. That's fair. Uh, but she finds a secret Indiana Jones tunnel behind her yep. bed, thanks to this little map. And uh, goes down through some uh, tunnels and shit and ends up finding Damon uh, also dressed in commoner clothes. And they go out into the coolest city in the world. Oh, it's so sick. Uh, I love this. They're all wearing like super dark ages, like hyper medieval, you know, like devil masks and flamethrowers are happening everywhere, which I did not know they really had at the time. But it's all it's fucking uh, loots and explosions and mugs. Yep. Yes, yeah. It looks sick. There's a guy tightrope walking and no one's even watching. No one gives a shit. <laughs> there's, a lot, there's face painting. It's it's wonderful. There's a dead guy in the street or maybe he's just uh, drunk or something. But yeah, it's all kicking yeah. off in, the, in this fucking clown quarter. And, yeah. Uh, you know, Damon's taken Allison down. Oh, yeah, there's an eyeless fortune teller. Oh, yeah, that was sick. I loved how this was edited together. It felt really like... Um, a little bit sort of expressionistic, like, you know, a bit like descending into the bowels of hell, but it's like a party. Like, I thought it was really, really well done. Um, and like, we don't see a lot of this uh, part of the world, I guess. You know, like we've seen in uh, Game of Thrones, I guess, a bit of uh, Gendry being the blacksmith. And we know that like, what's his name was from Flea Bottom, but we don't see a lot of the common people. Um, yeah. I feel like there was one or two scenes that was sort of similar with like Arya being in hiding and, and going through crowds and like Yeah. Sort of yeah. an idea of what King's Landing is like. But yeah, I like seeing the the you know, the everyday King's Landingers who are all ultra talented circus performers. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, and it do- it starts doing another one of uh we've had a couple of these with this show now of the sort of split focus uh mirror scenes that are happening at the same time. Where yes. we go from the, the the fun streets to Allison and uh, some some like handmaids and stuff, sort of tending to uh, the yeah. Someone said leprosy in an email, and I didn't. Yeah, yes, definitely. Yep. some kind of Westerosi leprosy here that's affecting um, Viserys because he is covered in gashes and missing fingers and yeah, not looking in a good way. Well, as someone else pointed out, uh, it, the throne rejects those who whom it does not deem worthy. 
and Viserys is getting rejected hard. Well, yeah, by by the 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 chair, but not by the people because they're all doing a little show down uh, the bottom about the succession, which seems to be the only topic of play that they ever fucking put on in this country. Yep, 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 yep. And I mean, like, this isn't the bit that I thought was on the nose, but it is because they used it in Game of Thrones for the exact same purpose. Just right. like, hey, uh, here's uh, here's something to make you feel uh, insecure and uncomfortable about the way you're perceived. Here's a little play. Yeah, the little play is about how no, and everyone's yelling out that they don't want Rihanna to be king or to be yeah. queen. Uh, they want the baby egg on, and yep. it's all farting and shitting. It's all you know, uh, a, a mama's oh. farce, as they call it here. Um, uh, Viserys did a big fart in the party. Did you catch that when no. he made a joke? When he made a joke, he he laughed and did a huge fart. That sounds so made up to me. <laughs> Having missed that part, it sounds like the the when you'd get <laughs> just sounds. It's true. God. I swear to God, it's true. Well, they need to caption that because <laughs> I didn't see no fight. But uh, yeah, we've got these guys doing their doing their little show. Yes. Which, yeah. Again, I would. I would. If I lived in Westeros, I would be like that fucking YouTube commenter who's like, "Don't make things political. Why can't we go back <laughs> to just entertainment?" Yeah. I see this as more of the mad magazine of the times. Yeah. Well, I... Because there's I'd no TV it. shows to parry, parody. You can't do, like, Poultry Guys or fucking all of the other movies. That's true. I'm Crocktail. sure that, I'm sure they all talked about it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, then we've got... Uh, uh, Rihanna goes running off down the street because she steals a little bit of fruit off of someone's plate or something like that. Yep. And uh, we get... Her her running off, having a great time with Damon, walking past some some more clowns. There's fucking clowns everywhere. These clowns have Heaps. big triangle hats on. Yeah, getting past a guard who I now realise maybe a bit more relevant, seeing as this like uh, rumor starts spreading about them by the end of the episode. Maybe he'll come back, but they pass yeah. a, a guard who sees them, and uh, that's sort of intercut with Allison being awoken by a servant who's there to get her for the king and they end up having just the the, the worst, <sighs> most eyes glazed over, yeah. leprosy sores on his back. God damn, how'd I end up here? This isn't my beautiful wife. This isn't my beautiful house. <laughs> Sex. <laughs> yeah. While uh, I, Damon... I assume Viserys is still pissed as well, right? Like he's been drinking all day. That's true. He's just like, yes, call, call for the queen. Apparently, like, it's farting, awfully late. Farting is full stops. Yep. So she's having <laughs> yep. no fun up there. While you know, Damon and Rihanna are down watching a bunch of suicide girls dance. All these just like yeah. naked tattoo girls. God, they were so naked and they're so flexible. I swear, you can see, you can see their buttholes in some <laughs> of the scenes. I, I look. I'm not going to pretend like I'm the person who knows women's bodies the best out of anyone in the world. <laughs> but if they're stretching around, I bet you can see buttholes. Well, you didn't turn up the brightness on your TV like I did. Cause you <laughs> <laughs> so they're walking, uh, walking hypersexual. They're, they're in a brothel, but yeah, you're right. There's also like a, a show on, which Renera brings up later as a bit of a defense. Right. Um, it's a sex show. Sure, it's a bit, uh, you know, insalubrious, but it's not, uh, it's not incest. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> the incest is not far behind. They go deeper yeah. and deeper into this. It seems like it has different, like the further into this brothel you go, the more stuff you're allowed to do, where the front yeah. is just like, maybe you'll see a butthole, but you won't be sure. <laughs> but they're crawling yeah, around. Artistic. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, I don't know. I've spoken to a friend who goes to sex parties. I think that kind of is how they uh, you know, work out. There's certain rooms you go into. Where if you enter, it's like I'm up for this, you know. This room, it's it's this and the other thing as well. See, if I was planning it, I'd do it like a supermarket where I put the the the, the craziest <laughs> stuff up the front, but you got to go all the way to the back for the basic everyday sex. Just right, missionary up the back. So you've got but to go through get... the whole thing. You might impulse suck someone off. <laughs> sure, when you get back to the counter, it's like a you know vibrating butt plug or something. And so, yeah, it's it's doing the intercut thing of like a voiceover of Damon talking about how marriage is a duty, but you're allowed to do what you want if you're, right. you know, the ruler. Intercut yep. with Alison, just absolutely not getting to do what she wants. No, not at all. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then yeah, Damon and uh, and R- Rhaenyra, uh, he be- he damn near killed her. <laughs> it's uh, uh Rhaenyra, he really knows her well. Exactly. Daria. Hey there everybody, it's Adam and Ben here from the podcast Aria Talking to Me. You might not have heard from us in a little while, but here we are, <laughs> popping up in the middle of some other podcast to talk about Manscaped. That's right. This uh, show's about dragons. This ad's about mans. Hey, you know something I'm probably going to say a bunch during House of the Dragon? That man's caped. Oh, fuck. And then you'll go, you know what that sounds like? And I'll be like, no, it doesn't sound like anything. I'm just saying what I mean. Yeah, you'll force me to go on to the next topic. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we are sponsored by Manscaped. We'll be sponsored uh, every week by the wonderful folks at Manscaped. And, um, oh, this is a good little reminder for everyone in Australia. Father's Day is coming up. Sure. Are there different Father's Days in different countries? That's so weird. Yeah, yeah. Well, Australian Father's Day. (laughs) Yeah, is in... Early September or something? Sure. Yeah. You know what fathers have, including what? yours, listening at home, genital hair. They've got pubis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should have done a... Um, now that I've, I'm staring at it being Father's Day, we should have done a, like, a family politics Game of Thrones, like, if you want to take a blade to your father... Oh, no, what we should have done is something different and then stop ourselves in the middle of it (laughs) (laughs) to do that. Manscaped is uh, a very uh, high quality pubic hair focused razor thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, We've been using them for years. Grooming. Uh, Yes, it's men's grooming products. Uh, They have something called the Lawnmower 4.0, which is their... Electric razor. Um, we uh, we have been lucky enough to be to, to use them before, thanks to uh, working with Manscaped on another show, and it's literally the best electric razor I've ever owned or used. Same, and um, uh, it's it's a good present that you can get. You can get yourself like this thing called the Performance Package, which yep. includes that lawnmower, and uh, you can get a nose and hair, nose hair and ear hair trimmer. Yep. All these like ball deodorants and stuff, little leather pouch. That's right. That's right. Good quality leather pouch. But here's the thing as well that I would say Father's yeah. Day is coming up, and yep. absolutely this company's called Manscaped. Mm-hmm. You can use this to chop anybody's hair. That's right. Doesn't have to be, dude. I use this shit on my face. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I use, got the, a ball sack styled face. <laughs> yeah, he and does. And it works perfectly. He does. We'll have to put up a photo of uh, Knox's ball sack well, We're not face. allowed. That's why I'm not really on social media. <laughs> yeah. My face keeps getting deleted because yeah. it looks like a ball sack if I trim it with the fine products from the people at Manscaped. If only Elon had bought Twitter, we'd have been able to have ball sack photos everywhere. Um, but yeah, it's, it is the perfect gift. Um, it does come in a little nice little uh, gift baggy thing, um, and <laughs> should I read some of their quote unquote funny copy? Ah, I think <laughs> I think we've gotten the idea across. <laughs> okay, well, treat your dad and yourself, uh-huh. or anyone else, uh, and join the six million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com, entering the code Aria. A R Y A. That's it. Like from Game of Thrones. Oh, um, I get that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So use uh, the code Aria at manscaped.com. You get free shipping and 20% off your order. If you're going to buy your dad a Dad's Day gift, why not get a little discount and some free shipping? It makes sense to me. And I am one of the hosts of this podcast. <laughs> so thank you, Manscaped, for supporting the show. And uh, yeah, go give them, a, give them a look, manscaped.com. Daria. Did you catch who went in first? I think it's her. Yeah, I I, I thought so. Um, he's putting himself in the position, but I think she leans in. I mean, um, it makes sense because, like, by the end of it, she's going in for more, and he's pulling back and everything. And yes. I do think I don't know why he's doing this. If this is sincere or not yet, but it does mm. feel like a trap. So. It makes sense that he yeah. lays the trap and then she goes into it and springs it. Yep. Yeah, certainly, yeah, based on what he says later and, and the fact that he lies about it or at least embellishes it later, uh, which, yeah, is kind of worse. Well, <laughs> Like, I th- if it was sincere, it'd be like, well, okay, in their culture and in their history, an uncle and a niece is not that weird which all of this stuff is just purely cultural and what you've been brought up to you know feel weird about but 
Yeah, it's worse if he's <laughs> completely insincere. This sounds like the beginning of like a weekly segment where you're like, it's all made up. <laughs> it's all uh, just arbitrary. It's all culture. We could change it if we wanted to. <laughs> well, I mean, the, yeah, but I guess like the tragic thing about, say, um, Jamie and Cersei wasn't that they were in, the, in love. It was like everything else about their lives. But, but uh, yeah, it's kind of shitty of him to be doing this as a manipulative ploy uh, on top of it being incest, I guess. Yeah. It does seem like... Because I don't know if he did embellish it. I can't tell if they fucked. It's all... Oh, I don't th- I don't think they did. They got their pants off. That's what I've been I led guess. to believe it is. You take your pants <laughs> off, you stand in the same room for a while, nine months later, out pops my brother. I d- <laughs> Shout out to your brother too if he's listening. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd, I, I assumed it was not full on. Uh we, but it's still bad enough, quote unquote, bad enough that it like you know sullies the the reputation. Yeah, it's um, brief as well, it, and the fact that Damon stops yep. it, it makes it hard to tell if he's doing this for a ploy, or if he is doing this sincerely. And then he's like, "Oh wait a minute, this is weird." Because they go out. Here's right. here's a theory I'm thinking. Right? Okay. They go out. This little kid sees him. Did you say Ethereum? Are you a crypto guy now? No, please don't paint me with that brush. (laughs) But like, this is what I'm thinking about how they went down to uh, King's Landing and spent a little Dogecoin. I mean, um, regular (laughs) coins. Um, This kid sees them. He's the one who tells the people in the court and tells Otto. The kid is later giving money to, I forget her name, but the woman that Damon briefly married and he wakes up in her... Protection. Oh, yeah. Uh, Messeria, I think. Uh, Well, he pretended he married, right? I don't think they were ever actually married. Right. But Messeria is Varia. And I'm thinking maybe Damon... Because how did he shack back up with Messeria? He seemed kind of surprised to see her, but also he's sleeping in a place where she knows where he is. Is yeah, he getting like he, her to get this kid to tell Otto? Is he planting this story? Yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense. Because his plan is revealed to be, well, just let me marry her. Mm. And then I'll be really strong because I'll be married to a Targaryen and that'll shore up all of my credentials. So um, it could be that. It could be that Myseria, after being rejected, essentially, like used again as a ploy by Damon in a previous episode, um, maybe she's doing it because she wants to make some moves and she felt like she was being put into that position of fear, like she actually said out loud. Mm. Um, but, uh, it, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It, it absolutely could be that or the other thing. And I guess by the end of this episode, the point is that we don't quite know yet because what happens is yep. uh, Thingo goes home, Rihanna goes home, and there's uh, Knight Corey standing at the front. Kristen Cole. Yeah. Uh, saying Kristen Cole does feel like he is an ex One Direction member. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, she's all horned up from clown school, like everyone <laughs> ends up. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is not... Uh, actually, this had me thinking again as well. Like, Did she pick Kristen Cole as her bodyguard because he's hot? Or because she genuinely thought... He was the best knight there. I think uh, they've got a bit of a personal connection, but I do think that she also had reasons for thinking he'd be the best one. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and yeah, you're right. This is more just, uh, what do they call it? Like referred pain when you've got like a toothache and your head hurts uh, or your leg hurts, I guess would be more referred. <laughs> this is referred horniness. Sure, right. Yeah. The, the oh, Also, the horny episode, but then also... I mean, horny in the way that there's fucking low cello and spiky, stabby strings over the top. It's meant to be bad horny, but there's also yes. a lot of uh, a lot of the tapestry. I guess it's not. Honestly, it's not horny at all. Then, if it's mostly strings. Oh, I figured it out. <laughs> all right, you've unraveled my riddle. I figured it out. <laughs> that was the epic version of epic strings version <laughs> of what I'd say. But like. Uh, a lot of the tapestries around the castle are all... They look like sort of Kama Sutra poses and that type of like... Um, yeah. Horny stuff. It's a horny castle. But anyway, these two have a very long clothes taking off, have sex scene, which the whole time it it feels uncertain how uh, c- 
consenting Corey is to this? I would say he's absolutely just doing it because she's the princess. I don't think he wants to do it. It seems like that because there's obviously, there's a lot of armor they have to take off. It takes them fucking forever (laughs) to take all their clothes off. So that is a lot of time for him to be like, oh, actually, but also she's the princess. So what's he meant to fucking do? Absolutely. Yeah. He's like literally been hired by her, put into a really, you know, good position for him. Uh, reverse cowgirl. No, but it, you know he's like a king's guard now, and it's like, I mean, it's yeah, it's pretty fucked. Once <laughs> it's again, like, well, I f- I feel like I can't back out. Irritating to have to think about the real world when watching a TV show. Don't do a play about the king. <laughs> Let me watch yep. a play about a that tightroping guy. Yes, but uh, yeah, it's uh, they they end up fucking. Yeah. Meanwhile. Otto gets the news from this messenger. Uh, they say that the kid has been sent from the white worm. Oh, yeah. Which, if you think in the word worm and you think in the color white, there's a guy with white hair who rides a wormy dragon. Yeah, true. So, true. Viserys. You're close. Um, Rihanna. Oh, she's not a guy. Think. Think brother. brother. Corliss, he doesn't have a dragon. You're wrong. I give up. It's bloody uh, bloody Damon who wakes up. It's bloody Damo. Wakes up in some bed he's got. Yep. uh, Has a strange conversation that honestly confused me with uh, Messiah. Because I was like, how did he get here? Why is he asking if he's her prisoner? Yeah, I assume he like literally just like kept drinking and woke up there. Like he stumbled there, you know, after a, a weird night of trying to process some stuff that he mm. maybe doesn't feel great about having to have done. Um, That's what I thought at first. And they're a little bit adversarial, just you know, considering they were like a couple. But um, yeah, 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 weird, weird dynamic here. Clearly, that's ended in in the time jump, and. Uh yeah, true. For some, she's being handed money, so maybe she's the white worm. She's wearing a white dress. Oh yeah. But uh, and if I had a nickname, I'd always wear the color of that nickname, so that everyone right. knew who I was. Especially if I had a nickname as cool as the white worm. Guess what? You could easily get that nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Scaries, the white worm. Uh, next morning, Otto is. Breathing deeply, having to steal himself <sighs> yeah. to to tell the king this news, uh, which it takes him a while and a few goes to kind of do. Yeah, it really does. He's doing a lot of like, I don't want to say it, but uh, you it, know, they Rihanna uh, and Damon, they were like, uh, the white worm entered the dragon pit. Is can I say? Can I put it that way? He was the king of the narrow sea, if you know <laughs> what I mean. And that's the one that's going to stick for some reason. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, and I uh, I took it as him being trying to look as if he was being sensitive and delicate. Uh, the more, yeah, we, we talk about how that information actually came to him, the, the more I think perhaps he was being genuine. Mm. Um, certainly what happens to him uh, and his position in the court later on suggests that maybe he literally, you know, did not want to have to do this. But he breaks the news that he's been given, yeah, information from a, a little kid uh, that they'd be fucking. Otto could also certainly be the white worm too. Like he could be yes. out looking for stuff. He says that he has to protect his sources is where this kid came from. So like I know. he seems to I have know. some knowledge of the network that this kid is a part of. The kid's not some yep. random kid who's shown up. I, I assumed on first you know, thought on first glance that, uh, yeah, he just had a network of spies like uh, Varys used to. You know, he's little birds. Yeah. He's the hand of the king. And one of them, uh, you know, was spying on print the princess because of all the reasons that we've felt sus about Otto, you know, up till now. He, he doesn't actually want her to be part of the line of succession. So there's a number of people who could have done it with the candlestick in the fucking conservatory or whatever but yeah. at this point. But uh, as understandably, Viserys does not react particularly well to this news. No. He's like, fuck you, you've been lied to, fuck you, it wouldn't happen, fuck this, fuck you. Yeah. 
And then Alicent is in the background. Yeah, she's like doing that thing where people put their hands and legs against the top of a roof <laughs> so that they can uh, yeah. be up there like Spider-Man without anyone noticing. She's just behind some yeah. one of those big, uh, what do you call them, like the changing screens. Yes. Uh, and she hears as well and then summons the princess via an awkward little interaction with uh, with Corey, Night Corey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Alicent is like, so this is totally fucked up. Um, what the fuck have you done? This is so irresponsible of you. Uh, why would you do this? Why would you root your uncle? And Rhaenyra, so I'm reading this recap. It's written by Men's Health, so I don't know how reliable it is. They're the source I would go to for <laughs> TV recaps. Yeah, but this, it says here, meanwhile... Rhaenyra lies to Alicent when asked if she sh- asked if she slept with her uncle. Uh, she kind of does. She, I guess she lies. She lies a bit. Yeah. She's she's going like she's coming across like she's lying as well. Like the first thing she, she says is yeah. vile accusation, and like she definitely doesn't say it. She doesn't say what they did. That's true. She said. We were hanging out. We were drinking wine. We went to a brothel. Yeah. Okay. He keeps. What's going. so bad about that? Uh, nothing yeah. happened. Like she's pretty. I don't know if she she does the lawyery thing of not directly saying it. I'm watching the watching the dialogue that's, go by, but that's what I think is. I guess the, it's a lie of omission where she says this is what happened. You know, we got drunk. We went to a brothel. We watched a show. Then at some point he left, and I went home. So she doesn't say. Uh, and she never says, I never hooked up with him. I mean, um, the way that she's saying it by going like, to question my virtue is an act of treason and stuff. She is she is saying she didn't do it, even if she doesn't use the word. She's fucking lying here, I reckon. Absolutely, absolutely. I just was not sure if she was like tr- trying to be a lawyer or not. Right. But yeah, you're right. She is clever, so maybe. But uh, Alicent is seemingly being very gen- genuine and like, being kind of a friend and now like a weird mother figure to her of like yeah. actually being in her corner for this and genuinely wanting the story and to help. I, yes. I trust Alison with this, which maybe is a bit silly because, you know, her and Otto are very clearly in it together. Yeah, I guess probably because I reckon you have that impulse and so do I because we've seen Alison be very... Uh, up front so far. Mm. Like, she, even when she's doing stuff that is a little bit uh, dishonest, she doesn't, she visibly doesn't seem to enjoy it. She's not happy in the, the marriage to Viserys, and we, we've seen that on her face. So she seems like someone who is particularly open and easy to read. Um, also, Rihanna does say, I was only a spectator, I didn't do anything. That's right. So yeah, 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 yeah. she's flat out lying. Yeah. And yeah, the, the yeah, that's the thing with Alison is that she her power is to ingratiate herself. So, but I don't right. think that's what she's doing here. She comes across as though she's actually trying to help. Because what's more to fucking ingratiate? She's in. Exactly. I think that's the the bottom line. Is like, well, yeah, I guess it would be a bit better for her if her son was officially the heir. But she's already the queen, so who cares? And it feels like Otto is more concerned about legacy than Alicent. And Alicent is looking out for the same stuff that the king is because, like, she, by, by the end of this, starts talking about, hey, we got to marry you to someone that's really important and it'll fuck yep. it up if everyone thinks you fucked your uncle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> is very much the same thing that the queen, the king says to her later on. But first, uh, Damon shows up all hungover. Boy, he seems hungover today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or regretful, I'm not sure which. He's uh, being dragged up into, uh, I think, the throne room, chucked on the floor, yeah. and yeah. out comes Viserys and his best intimidation blacks, like, <laughs> yep, ready to kick a couple of ribs. He, I, I just don't buy him, though. Like, he never comes across as actually threatening. Sure, I mean, he's not, he's not like the war guy, for sure, but he seems genuinely fucking mad about this. Oh, he's mad. He's, he's doing mad. the most that he can. If Damon yeah. wasn't hungover and weak as hell and sweating out all the booze from before, which is, I guess, why they've made him so hungover. Yep. <laughs> yeah, uh, true. True. But he jumps on him with a knife and shit. Like, he's really mad, but then ultimately he's, is yeah. like, please leave. 
please go back to the castle that I gave you. Yeah. But that's it. It's like he's like Unlike a lot of, you know, uh, uh, men in these stories and this show and Game of Thrones, he's not literally impotent, but he, like, rather than being literally impotent, he just is kind of, you know, personally, character-wise, a bit impotent. It's interesting because this is like the situation where the person on the throne has been in the least jeopardy out of the entire run of Game of Thrones other than maybe Robert Baratheon before the boar or whatever. So, like... Right, right. It's pretty... Interesting to see a very different kingdom. Like it all, mm. it all feels different, and I'm enjoying that that this is such a different show in a lot of ways. Yeah, uh, but yeah. yeah. So he tells him, "Hey, I fucking heard what happened," and rather than lying about it, like uh, Rihanna did, <laughs> Viserys is like, "Did you fuck my daughter?" And Damon's like, "You smell my fingers and tell me." <laughs> He's <laughs> just crook about it. He's straight up about yeah. it, and. Yeah. Uh, Tells the king, like, let me marry her. We'll get out of your fucking hair. We'll be strong as hell. And it's the tradition of our family. This is normal for us. Or at least it's um, historically uh, happened before. Right. But then, yeah, Viserys sees it as the sort of power play it, it seems to be. Exactly. He says, you don't want my daughter, you want my throne, right? Like, yeah. that's... Yeah, like, that's even worse, honestly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, back back off he goes. He's exiled again. A very brief, very brief, uh, you know, time back in the uh, in, in the limelight right. for, for Damo. He's back off to Dragonstone. Uncle Damo's a fucking psycho, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, she is Australian. You hear what Uncle Damo Maybe she's did? Tasmanian. <laughs> Fucking Uncle Damo, he fucking rooted his niece. Fucking hell. I mean, I guess my sister, if I'm calling him Uncle Damo. Um, uh, so then uh, Alicent and Viserys have a little chat, you know, pretty open and seem to be on the same team of, of sharing how it went. It seems as though their plan was like, okay, well, you talk to uh, Rihanna and I'll go talk to Damon and we'll yes. meet back yes. up. And Alicent is sold on the nothing happened story. Yeah, yeah. Um which yeah, it's kind of pointed out. I mean, it's it's shitty in that she was lied to by her friend, but in the grand scheme of like politics, it's kind of like if within the walls, right? Within the four walls of the the actual people in power, mm. it's kind of less relevant whether or not they did fuck. It's worse that people think they did. The king says it later on. Viserys tells right. her. So, like, they, um, he has a bit of a thing to Alicent just before they leave here of like saying how similar, uh, Damon and, uh, Rhaenyra uh, are in that they yeah, both got yeah. like the blood of the dragon, which I think means just a hot head. And I right. guess they are dragon riders, which maybe there's literally some blood thing to do with that that I don't know about. But, oh, yeah. Like, he, he's, Still, even though she, the Alicent says, no, I trust her, he is still off on it and says exactly this to her when she gets sort of summoned to his uh, model train room later on <laughs> yep. that it doesn't matter if it happened or not. Perception is the important thing and you right. fucked us on that. Yeah. You need to go off. You need to go marry Corliss's son, whatever his name was. And she's like, La- oh, Lena, Lena, La- Lane, yeah. maybe just Lane. Laney, Laino. No, it says it says Lainor here, okay. and I trust men's health. <laughs> uh, Woodley, Lainor, and Woodley, the two sons <laughs> yep. of uh, of of Corliss up there. She needs to marry yep. one of them because, it, you know, that will solve a thing. And she kind of yells at him like, "Don't make me solve your political headaches." And he yells back at her, "You are my fucking political <laughs> headache." Which <laughs> I know. I Have like. you seen? I don't know if you've seen In Bruges. Have you seen that? Uh, ages ago. Don't remember it. Great scene where Ray- Ralph Rafe finds yells at his wife down the phone. You're an inanimate fucking object, and it had extreme, <laughs> extreme that vibes. Right, there's nothing. You're better. my political problem. Someone with an English accent can yell any noun at somebody, and it sounds like an insult <laughs> if they're angry enough. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. you fucking spoon, you absolute fucking table, you dishwasher. Uh, I, I just did the dishes before this. Can you tell that spoon and dishwasher are the first two words on my mind? I was looking at a table, brother. <laughs> but so they have this sort of pretty um, 
equal chat. Yeah. About yeah. their responsibilities, like yet another having to tell her. And I I'd be sick of it if I was him too, being like, You're the fucking gonna be queen. Yeah. Pull it back a little. Yeah. How many times Rain do I in. have to foreshadow the Night King with some <laughs> dumb fucking knife or whatever before you'll start <laughs> oh, taking yeah. this seriously? Yeah. Jon Snow getting a mention, right? The prince that was, was the, promised. The prince that was promised, or yeah. I guess so, yep. but he just wanders off eventually. So, like, but I guess yeah. he does do something. But I, what was the actual? I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and look at what the actual uh, quote here is. It's, some, it's something like that because it's like a, you know, it's a descendant of Targaryen blood will be the prince who was promised, and he will weave a song of ice and fire or some shit. Like yeah, that. and I guess rather than it being a good thing, it's. Uh, a bad thing because it's the end of the Targaryens. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. he kills Daenerys and he fucks off. So I suppose that's what the prophecy about and the ending is actually fine. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, they, they have a talk. He says the thing about perception and she's like, well, you wouldn't be saying this to me if I was a man. He's like, yeah. Right. But you're not. You, you didn't have the good luck to be born a man. It's a, it's a fucking, it's a hard knock life for a girl out here in, in this, and I think um, Damo says it earlier. He says like um, something about oh, it's when he they reference I think um, Rhaenyra's mum. He's like, yeah, that was tragic. What happened to your mum? But it's a tragic world. Yeah, and that's kind of what Viserys is saying as well. And they're right, and it's realistic. But everyone seems pretty consigned to not changing it. You know, they're all pretty happy to go Certainly. with the with the, the the guys in power are happy to point it out, but they're also happy to be in power. Yeah. Imagine if only that was. <laughs> <laughs> but so uh, this gives Rhaenyra a chance to kind of throw back. Well, how about Otto being a bit weird? How about that guy yeah. being a little untrustworthy? Do you trust yeah. that guy? Which is sort of coming out of nowhere for her. I don't know if well, she's, she's said much. I think about she's she's thought it. I feel like she's been sus about it. She's been sus about what happened with Alicent in terms of ingratiating herself with Viserys after the death. I think that she's definitely noticed it. Yeah. I don't know if she's, I don't know if she's like, I don't know, maybe we're forgetting something, but I, she's probably observed the stuff that we've observed. She's certainly been, been around it. And I'm sure that Damon at some point has said to her or she gets yeah. that vibe off of him because he definitely outwardly said it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But, uh, you know, it's another similarity between the two of them. They probably get along real well. They should go on a t- <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, oh, I mean, she she knows th- from Alicent that Otto was the one who delivered the news about the spying. That's right? the so thing that's that probably, she's talking yeah. about here for sure. Yeah. She says, yeah. this news came from him. Can you trust him? Yeah. Because also he's untrusted. So she kind of broadens it out, but it is because of that. And she's like, yeah. I'm going to do my duty and I'll marry uh, Lainor. Lainor, yes. But how about you do yours? And get rid of the snake, which yeah. the king promptly does. He fires Otto, takes his badge off slowly. Yep. He also points out, uh, I mean, something that we had no way of knowing, but he's like, hey, the last time, you know, there was going to be a king, he, he he died at a pretty convenient time for you to, you know, slot into the, or the next, the last time there was going to be a hand, maybe even. Yeah. So he, yeah, like, he hey, tells a story about I think his brother when his dad was still on the throne, right? Balon, yeah, Balon the Brave. Yeah, that uh, he goes out, dies five days after that would have happened, and he's he doesn't tell him it was you, but he's like you've capitalized as loyal right. as you say you are, and you've served a couple of kings. You you've also capitalized on our misfortunes, and it seems yes. as though that's happening again. Certainly seems to be convenient for you, Otto. Yeah, it was a good day for you when you were named Henry King. He's like, well, I don't think so. I'm gonna, I don't hate it. I don't even want this. Yeah. It's, kind of, it's actually kind of a tough job, honestly. Can I just go do something else? Please fire me. And he also yeah. says that he was kind of foolish to marry Alicent. That right. he like says, right. I know that you told her basically to come and comfort yeah. me. but And you know what? I took that. Even though, looking back, maybe I was being a little silly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's weird. He's such a weird character for Sarah. It's like at times he seems really insightful. And other times he farts at the end of his joke sentence. Yeah. And and is like pushed around and, and yeah, he's sort of manipulated more by like 
the circ- like he yeah he's just manipulated he 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 seems to be a bit uh, vulnerable to that but yeah I don't know he's uh he's a great character he's super super gray like you d- you don't really know mm. where you stand with him which uh he's yeah I think he's good he's interesting at least to watch and he says in the previous scene his kind of view on it of like when uh, Rhaenyra is telling him about how she doesn't trust Otto he's like yeah everyone's self interested. Yes, she yeah. you know has a problem with auto capitalizing and stuff. Every fucking person you're ever going to talk to here in the court of the king is going yeah. to be trying to get something for themselves, and it's right. unavoidable. Uh, so you can kind of tell by if that's how he looks at it, why it is that. Well, yeah, it seems like a bunch of those people have shown up, right? But uh, yeah, he tells him, "I can't trust your judgment anymore." Otto takes his badge away, and off he off he trots. Yeah, back to. Wherever uh, Old Town, high. I think, is where the high, high towers are from. Sure, right. And uh, then... we don't see who he makes hand, though, do we? No, not yet. I'm sure that there will just already be someone, probably after a time jump by the next episode. Yes, yep. But who it will be? Who knows? Is what I'm curious. Yeah. In the meantime, though, it ain't going to be. Not that it probably would have been the 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 baby that <laughs> Rhaenyra had with her <laughs> I don't uncle. Know. But uh, or or Kristen Cole, Inca- or, or Kristen Cole, I guess. Yeah, sorry, not it, w- it couldn't have been the. I don't know heaps, but I know how that works. They didn't stand <laughs> yeah. in the bedroom for long enough to have a brother That's pop right. out nine months later. That's right. It's got to be for a while, and I've got to keep my eyes closed and stay in my room. That's right. Fingers but in the ears, the king, please. The <laughs> the king thinks it was uh, Damo's right. baby, uh, and I mean, you know, convenient for Rhaenyra to be getting the Plan B pill. For, yeah, what what would have been potentially Kristen Cole's baby. But having it forced on her is that, you know, she gets this fucking potion from the maester, no choice of her own. She's a tool being used by all these men, and uh, it's a stinky fucking way to be, and if you disagree with that, fuck you. Fuck you. Um, We don't see her drink it, though, do we? No, it just sits on the table, that's true. The maester leaves before she has it. I did. I, I assumed she probably would have, because I don't know that she would want to have a baby, a now or b with Kristen Cole. And I mean, um, she does a lot of talk of, you know, being aware that a baby is a trap in her position. So like, absolutely, yeah, I yeah, doubt wanting she to be want it, but solitary. The reason um, she doesn't want it is so that she can have freedom, which yes. is being taken away from her if she's made to drink it. Totally, um, fucking good episode. Uh, yeah, like I said before, I think we started chatting about it. It's uh, a lot of shit happened. Like a lot of shit is happening in every single episode. I do think it is probably because of the time jumps. We are getting to like the crux of every plot point in every episode, basically. And there's only one story taking place, right? Yeah. Like there's a lot of characters still, but there's not five different locations that we're sort of seeing one furthering of every episode. We're getting... true. Uh, one story being told much quicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't even, I think, jump over to uh, to Corliss and his family. No. When, you know, like, you'd imagine if maybe if this was, yeah, had the, the breadth or, and scope of a Game of Thrones, it'd be like, well, okay, we're going to treat maybe Corliss's son, Lainor, as another main character. And mm. so we'll follow his perspective and his wants and desires and, you know, ambitions. But we're not, we're stuck, you know, we're sticking with the Targaryens and, uh, I think yeah, I think we're better for it. It's it's because it is also really really good and interesting. It works. Um, I like it as a point of difference. I like I I like yeah. both, but it's enjoyable to watch a, a a different version so that it doesn't feel like a a retread. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, that's that's it. King of the Narrow Sea. The episode uh you know, subtly known as Pussy. Um that was another good one. I re- I really really liked it. Um, I'm not sure how long we stay with the same cast. I think we talked about this last week. Right. We we're gonna change up at some point, but um, I thought yes, yeah, specifically uh, Millie Alcock was really good in this episode. Yeah. Um, I I really and, and, uh, like. Yeah. Um, I don't know her name, but the one playing Allison is really yes. selling those those half, half there, half thinking about something else looks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everyone's and, doing a great job. The fact that yeah, we're not entirely sure if uh, if Alicent is genuine or mm. is also you know doing some maneuvering on her own behalf is I think yeah testament to to the performance of Olivia Cook. Olivia Cook, um, Alicent, yeah. Not enough cooks in the kitchen, as far as I'm concerned. 
Okay, and that wonderful note is where we will end this episode of Aria Talking to Me. If you like the show, please rate and review it on iTunes or Spotify. It helps get it in front of other people. Just tell your friends about it if they're looking for someone to, you know, listen to <laughs> talk about House of the Dragon. Um, and yeah, get in touch on the socials or at uh, Aria Talking to Me pod at gmail.com. And we'll see you next week. See you later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.